Hello everyone. This is Renee So Unique and this will be my very first broadcasting of Facebook um, called Chat It Up So Unique. And I want to be able to talk to everyone about the dangers of online dating. And if you think about um, all the posts that you see on Facebook, you will also know that there's been so many females women, um, children being abducted, um, also teens being uh, uh, lured somewhere and coming miss, coming up missing because they went off and met someone from Facebook or some other type of website or dating websites that they have today. And it's crazy and it's became very epic that so many women and teen girls are coming up missing in 2018 and it's just getting so worse. I remember years ago, um, there was actually a serial killer that was just targeting women right here in my state of Charlotte, North Carolina. And it was so bad that um, maybe 10 different women got murdered. It's just something that was in his weird um mind sick mind that he just could not stand women and he was just out there um, murdering every female that he possibly can and these main females that he was targeting is the ones that was homeless and didn't have anywhere to go and they was out there on the street and they didn't have anywhere to run for shelter um and what i wanted to tell everyone is about my story or what had happened to me when it comes to online dating and I don't want any female to be a victim. That's why I stay at my daughter constantly um, about who she's with and, and do she know this person and do she have the person's name because I didn't want her to experience what I had went through with my story because I remember a guy that I had met or in my space and I thought that this guy was um, a good person to talk to because when I look at his um pro card of his profile he's it clearly said that he was from the united states army so i thought i was you know safe with this guy so i decided to give this guy my number and we talked on the phone uh for about 30 to 45 days before we decided to meet up and during our phone calls he was saying that he was looking for a good woman um, he made it seem like he was very godly, that he talked about um, he was looking for a female that he can probably marry in the near future. Um, and he just seemed like he was a laid-back individual. And I was thinking that, okay, me and him have similar things in common, and I like his personality on the phone. But then, you know, when I met up with this guy... And I decided to um, let him come to my home. And that was the worstest thing that I could have ever did. And that was a number one rule is that I shouldn't have did is letting a guy come to your house. Um, nobody from online should even know where you live in the first beginning, in the first place. And that's the mistake that I made. And he got very fresh with his hands, touching everything on my body, my breasts, in between my legs my uh, behind you name it and that's when I politely told him that you know what I don't think this is going to work um I'm not looking for uh just to be in a relationship to have sexual intercourse I'm looking for something that 
can have a potential of being long-term. And so I exited him out of the door, and then I thought that that was it until a week later when I um, was at home and my kids was at home as well, and there was a ring on the door. I mean, there was a ring um, from the doorbell, and my 10-year-old son, he was 10 at the time, he decided to answer the door because I guess he felt like um, he was clean cut and that it was no problem. And that's the number two rule that you should also, what that a female should do is make sure that you talk to your children and tell them, do not open the door. I don't care if this person look clean cut. I don't care if this person look like he's a church member with a suit on. It don't matter. Do not open the door because only an adult should answer the door. Even when you have teenage children or children that is in their early 20s or whatever, it's crazy that you have to remind them that as well not to open the door because they don't know if they that if you know that person or not. And my son had opened the door. And I was like, what are you doing here? I thought we had split ways when I said that it's not going to work out between me and you. I wasn't trying to get to know you any farther. And um, he had this attitude and he locked the door behind my son and kind of like had his attitude and told them to go upstairs. And I'm like, uh, what do you think you're doing? And then that's when he cut all the phone cords and dragged me to the bathroom. And when he dragged me to the bathroom, he just literally ripped my clothes off and raped me. And he said that who you think you are to sit there and blow me off Look how you look. You are disgusting. You are a disgusting fat pig. I don't even see what any man would see in you anyway. You are ugly. You are nasty. You would never be anything in life because you are pathetic. You are a loser. And he would make me look in the mirror when he was up there raping me and saying all these mean things to me. It was spinning in my face. He just sit there and literally spit in my face and say, you are just basically disgusting and I guarantee you a female like you would never have anybody you will always be lonely and you will never have nothing in life it was almost like he was trying to um plan my future of just basically not being anything and then when um he dragged me upstairs and raped me again and it was like a murder scene because he raped me so bad it basically was like a murder scene there was blood all over the bed and he tried to force me to have oral sex with him as well and it was just a dreadful agony that led to 30 days where he held me hostage and I didn't have no access to the outside world and when I did try to get a hold to the cell phone when he wasn't looking I tried to give my mom a code and she basically did not understand anything that I was saying. And I believe that none of this stuff would have had got worse if my mom would have understand what I was trying to say. And it was just crazy that that's a number three rule that females need to do is um, always have a code with your family members. Give them a code. Like when you're in trouble, they should know what that code word means just by a certain code word when they when they get your phone called so they'll know to call the police because you're in trouble because when you are near an attacker you know that you would not be able to talk um to anybody like you want to and um it's just crazy the type of messed up world 
that we are in, in my state and NC, it is crazy that um, it was three attempts where my cousin had called the police and tried to have them come out to my home because they have, basically she have not heard from me and the police basically did not even search the home. When they knocked on the door and he went outside to greet the policeman, he showed his army badge. And when he showed his army badge, um, the police didn't even try to check the home. They just up and left. And it's crazy that it took four attempts for the police to come out and say, I'm going to search the home. I want to search the home. And then I decided to go ahead and not be scared and just went on and told the police when they asked me, does he supposed to be here? I said, no, he's not supposed to be here. He helped me against my will. And you would think that the police would go ahead and just take him on for questioning or lock him up, but they didn't. They just told him to get his things and leave, which was crazy. And they know that a psychotic person is going to always come back. And that was just retarded on the police behalf. But that's how it was. And then um, after a week later, I'm thinking that I am free from this guy. And um, next thing I know, when I just got up and um, sent my kids off to school and everything, I went back to sleep. Next thing I know, maybe an hour later, I woke up with a shield on my head and a knife to my neck. And this guy had told me, oh, I know that you got money, blah, 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 blah. And I made my mind up. What I want to add is that I had a movie contract for um, a million-dollar contract um, uh, in real for a Christian movie that I was supposed to be in. But all he did was see the contract, and he thought by looking at the contract that um, I was getting paid, you know, that I was going to be getting paid soon. But what he did not know and failed to understand that that movie contract had fell through but the Christian movie that I was going to do it had fell through so it was not a binding contract um didn't get paid for anything that had fell through and I was not able to uh be in the movie because the movie had fell through but anyway as I was saying um but in his sick psychotic mind he thought that I had money and to be honest with you I think that this man had been on steroids or still was on steroids because he was very muscular, um, very muscular, very, very muscular. And I was literally no match for this guy. And then when he, um, was wrestling with me, um, it was like the Holy Spirit was right there within me and told me it's time for me to fight back. So I, um, stay calm and I stay patient just enough to get him, just for him to let ease up a little bit so I can get off the bed. And as soon as he got me off the bed, that's when I took my whole body and ran it into his, and we both hit the wall. But we hit the wall so hard, we both fell down the steps, and that's when I ended up getting a cut on my arm with a big old gash. And then he took the pencil that was laying on the floor and basically just kept stabbing my room. I mean, my us. Basically, the gash that was in my arm, he just kept stabbing and twisting, stabbing and and, and um, trying to create a big, huge hole in my arm, which I think that was him trying to torture me. And um, it was just crazy. And then he ended up raping me again um, on the stairs and things like that. And then he went 
it was by the grace of God that he ended up getting a phone call. And when he got the phone call, he wasn't thinking and he was off guard. That's when I went outside and well, I slipped outside in the sliding glass door and I didn't have nothing on but a T-shirt, no underwear, no bra or anything like that. And went to a neighbor's house and that's when the neighbor went and got his gun and told his wife to call the ambulance. And the ambulance came and then when the police came as well. By the time they was making sure that I was fine and I had blood all over my face and blood on my arm and dripping blood from my vagina and things like that. Um, on the way, getting ready to go to the hospital, when I was passing uh, our, you know, the, with the ambulance ride, passing my home, I saw five policemen in front of my house, a crime scene lab, uh, crime scene laboratory van, crime scene tape wrapped around my house and everything and the first thing I was thinking about oh my god my kids are going to get off the bus and see that and think that I am dead and it was the most uh, horrible experience in my life because I had to lay on the forensic table they had to look him through my legs and he tore my vagina really bad and it took me almost two months for my vagina to heal about a month or two for it to heal but that's how bad he tore me and also um, my anus was red, um, and also red marks all over my body, red marks on my breast, and busted lip and things like that. And um, it was crazy that um, all this stuff that he did to me, and I had to have strangers looking between my legs and stuff like that, and it was embarrassing. And then um, they had to check me for HIV, AIDS, um, all other type of STDs and things like that. And it was by the grace of God that um, the test results came back negative. And um, then the detectives came and told me that I needed to change my identity. And they sit there telling me that um, that they wanted me to move and that I just lost everything. Um, they told me I could not go home, that I had to go into police protection and all this other stuff. And... Um, when they got, they caught him, they got him for attempted rape, uh, assault on a female, um, attempted murder, uh, first degree, uh, kidnapping, um, um, first degree murder, all that stuff. And he was only in jail for three months. And while I, me and my kids had to leave our home and go into a shelter for three months and we had to leave everything behind. And then this I know they called me and said that he got out of jail because his uncle that had this high position in the army that he was a head sergeant was able to get him out um, for a half a million bond. So he all he had to pay was $50,000 to get him out. And, so, you know, his uncle was wealthy and had money. And make the short story short, um, the DA going to tell me that my information um, what happened will not stick in court because he lied and said that me and him was a boyfriend and girlfriend. The reason why my vagina was torn because I liked it up and it was just crazy. And they had this high price um, lawyer and I was just a single mother on a fixed income. So I could not afford a lawyer. So it was my word against his. And it was just crazy how I had to start all over again when it came to this guy. And then that's how my name, Renee So Unique, was born. Um, and, um, and it was crazy that when they said that the man got out of jail, it was by the grace of God that we wasn't there because they found a bullet 
inside my van where he shot up my van. Um, he had a gas can uh, uh, at the house where he was trying to set my house on fire. Um, I guess he was hoping that I was there so he could set us on me and my kids on fire while we was in the house. And it was just crazy that he get away with this stuff. And it's so messed up with our law system that they don't protect women the way they should protect women. That's why so many women are getting killed with domestic violence. That's why so many women are getting abducted by these men and coming up missing because they are not protecting us women. And we talk about slavery, but I still think that slavery is still here, not just because of race, but I think that women are slaves each and every day because if you think about it, with women being slaves, Look how many women have been killed and nobody fight for them. Nobody fight for their name. Then nobody fight for their honor. They, they, they basically fight for their honor. And they sit here and a lot of women are dead and children are missing their mothers because nobody is willing to fight back for these women that is um, dead that had lost their life to domestic violence and of these men. And I believe that men, they need to get it together and, and stop all this nonsense and, and, and understand that women are a vision of God. You know, we are a vision of God. We was created. We are descendants from basically from Eve. And you're going to hurt us. You're going to put harm to our bodies. We have our ovaries, our reproductive system, our, our uterus, and, and we create generations and generations and generations but these men take something so precious of a woman and sit there and violate our bodies the way that it did um the way that they do and not understand that we are a vision of god you know we are a god's grace that uh, a, a split image of what god created women to be where we are nurturers we are protectors and we have this reproductive system where we create generations and generations and generations that men don't understand that you're supposed to protect us. You're supposed to make us feel the way a woman is supposed to feel. You're not supposed to hurt us or put your hands on us and, and, and make us feel like we are a nobody, like we garbage. And I want all these other women to know that stop um, having your breasts hanging out. Stop having your butt hanging out. Start going back old school and living things to their, basically leaving things to the imagination. Men don't need to know what's up under your pants. Men don't need to know what's up under your shirt. Men don't need to know what's up under there until he is man enough to make you his wife. And I just think that it's just too much temptation that we, if that a lot of women give these men and they just think they can just take it. Where they start treating women like property and stop trying to see women as human beings that we are. And it's time for us to start getting things together in 2018 and start listening and being aware of what's going on and the things that is going on surrounded by us. We need to get back and understand what it means when Adam and Eve was created, where God took one of uh, Adam's ribs and put him in a deep sleep and took one of Adam's ribs to create Eve to to make a create uh, have a woman as a, a helper for him and we are descendants uh, uh, of Adam and Eve and then look how we acting 
That, that's, that does not make any sense to me. We have to start looking out for ourselves because the government is not going to do it. The law enforcement is not going to do it. We need to start teaching our young girls to start um, um, thinking with their minds and not thinking with their body parts. Stop getting on uh, Snapchat, Twitter, or Facebook and start shaking their breasts and butt all over the place. And for the young guys, stop treating young ladies, young females in high school or whatever um, like a piece of meat, like an object and start practicing abstinence and waiting until marriage. It's time for us to start going back old school. And that's what I wanted to um, let everyone know. And I'm going to close out. And thank you so much for doing, um, but basically tuning in to this broadcasting with Chat Up with um, So Unique. And um, we will do this again. And I just want everyone to make sure that you... Um, Share this broadcasting with your uh, your teens. Um, I advise for the teens to be 16 and up. Um, but make this epic. Make this go viral um, if you can. And thank you so much for um, tuning in to the live broadcasting. Chat it up so unique. Until we do this again. Good night.